Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From restaurant openings and discounts on bars and hotels to beauty and fashion offers, Sherlock's partners with London's best venues, suppliers and brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. And this month, we're offering new annual sign-ups a free Kate Somerville exfoliating treatment worth £72. Or you can trial VIP and get two months free access using the code VIPX2 at checkout. For more information, visit shilaxvip.com. Hello and welcome to the Shillax Weekly Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Pascal Day, Lou Huff, and welcome Polly to your first Shillax podcast. Thank you. Polly, say, so you've done the show. Yes, done the show. Done it all now. So, yeah, my milestones ticked off. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is Friday, I'm feeling a bit hoarse, ready for the weekend. Yeah, last oh, night. Yeah, definitely. I just went to some girlfriends for supper, but okay. I know, I definitely have one glass too many ways. <laughs> uh, anyway, on the subject of girlfriends, we wrote a piece on the site about Palmer being a great destination for a girly getaway. I went mm. a few weeks ago with a girlfriend, and who knew Palmer was such a great place to go? Has anyone been? No, I've no. not been. But I heard really good things. I feel like it's supposed to go this summer. I was actually meant to be going with my mum earlier in the year, and we didn't manage to make it work. So we're hoping to go later in the year. But I'm so pleased that you loved it so much because I was a bit like, "Oh, I'm not sure. Like, what kind of things are going to be like?" But now I'm dead set on going. Yeah, I wasn't mm. sure either. I didn't really know what to expect. But it's beautiful. The old part of the town is so so beautiful. The architecture is mm. incredible. The cathedral is one of the most impressive cathedrals I've ever seen. I have to confess, we got that temple fine and it was shut. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, even from the outside, it was totally beautiful. And actually, the hotel we stayed in, which was called Hotel St. Francesc, which I really recommend, which had a rooftop and lots of other sort of girly getaways. You can see there were little groups of girls on the rooftop. You literally lie up there next to one cathedral with another cathedral sort of opposite and another one you can see. So you see this architecture everywhere. It's really amazing. Wow. And cool restaurants. So it's not beachy then. It's there are beaches. Like, oh, okay. There are, we didn't beach. But there are, yeah, there mm. are beaches. Is it everything. like a hen place or more just like girly trip place? We didn't see any hens. We saw one in the airport. I don't think they'd been where we'd been, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's nice. Quite civilised, you know, quite small to potter around in, but, you know, not tiny. Someone mm. said it's like a sort of small Barcelona. You can see the, the yeah, lances. Yeah. And nice shops. And I'll totally go back. So, so nice. Yeah. I feel like Charlotte will be so proud of all this like Mallorca love. Yeah. I also just got back recently and we stayed in the most beautiful hotel on the northeast of the island called Hotel Predi Saint-Germain. It's one of the Mr. and Mrs. Smith ones. And it was gorgeous. And again, so nice if you're just kind of looking for a bit of a getaway. Really chilled. The restaurant is Michelin Star Chef. And they've got a sort of fancy one and then a more relaxed casual one. So sort of by the pool and it was so lovely and I love Mallorca now and it has really made me want to go back and explore more of the island because gyring through it's so stunning I feel like everyone's going there yeah I think I feel like it's the new Ibiza definitely well we're going to talk about shoes now we're going to talk about the low heeled strappy sandal trend that is everywhere 
this summer. I can't really get on board with that. I'm looking at you, Polly, yeah. because I think you're quite a fan of this trend. For people listening, it. it's that low block heel, mm. not very sexy, not very flattering, but very on trend right now. How yeah. do you feel about it? I think because it's so easy to wear, and I think because they're so strappy, they sort of feel delicate and mm. elegant. But then if you've got the block heel, it's actually really comfortable and yeah. easy to wear all day and great for occasion season Definitely. when you don't want to be tottering around in high heels and going into the yeah for sure I mean I am not a massive heels wearer so for me these are like the perfect middle ground bit of like femininity but also the comfort factor which Mm. is super important Charlotte and Olivia Wayne both have the same ones which they Mm. rock yeah I have to say they aren't block heel though they've got the kitten heel ones from Zara and now Zara have done a block version so I think there are a variety of heel shapes Mm. but I think it's the strappy nature of the shoe and also how high is kind of that kitten heel Height, yeah, which I remember years ago saying, "Oh, kitten heels! I will <laughs> never wear kitten heels." As I've said about skinny jeans, flares, <laughs> never um, say never. Exactly, they always come back round. <laughs> well, the brand to know is by far. If you yes. are in the market for them, either go to Zara or if you've got more money to spend, go to by far. They're available at National Porte. Let's talk about dungarees. They're not for me either. I wish they were. I sort of mm. see them on other people and think, oh, I just can't do it. But I love that they're still around all these years on and I think they look really cool, but just not a fan. Pascal, you're nodding. Where yeah. do you stand on the dungaree? I think I'm the same. I think they look really cool on other people. Yeah. But not for me. <laughs> do you feel the same about boiler suits, jumpsuits, play suits? No, I like a boiler suit. Okay. I own a couple of jumpsuits. I actually just look better in two pieces. Okay. Because I'm tall, it's yeah. a lot of fabric in one go. You've I had that. I love a dungaree, actually. I quite like a sort of a romper. That sort of channels yeah. into my five-year-old styling. <laughs> Yesterday, we were looking at Bug Blog wearing the matching frilly Freya and Lily romper with... I what? mean, that's probably the best Instagram picture ever, isn't it? I mean, I've not seen it. Oh, my God, it's so I cute. It's her on the beach. Okay. In Ibiza, it's just taken from the back. It's Ooh, her yeah. and Lily down there. Check it out. These matching Freya Lily dungarees. And actually, Amazing. I do want those dungarees. Yeah. They're really cute. I don't know. I think there's something quite cool about this. They're done feminine. They've got a they're, frill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not like a no. strap it over and plug it in. There's mm-hmm. definitely a way to wear them. And I think there's a variety of different shapes and styles. I think you don't want to go skinny in the leg. And I hate it when you've also got like one strap hanging down and one's over the top. Mm-hmm. Like the proper old school wear with the buckle. Yeah. The Oshkosh. I think this is, I'm just put off for life by having one Oshkosh as a child. Yeah. I think they can be styled in a cool way. Gail Rinkoff loves a dungaree and she looks really cool in them and that was the thing she had when we went through her wardrobe tour that she said she would save from the fire and she wears the most how many pairs do you own I own two I've never seen you in a pair of dungarees no it's the type of thing I don't think I would wear to work Mm. I've got a black pair which I once wore when I worked at a previous job and all of the guys were like where's your paintbrush and just kept saying (laughs) such irritating comments I was like I'm just not going to wear this this is really irritating get that here no 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 irritating guys Polly dungarees I kind of have a love-hate relationship with them like I think when they're styled well they can be great but for me personally I find them quite hard I think they're not super flattering if you're more like bottom heavy which I definitely feel like I am but I like the kind of flared style ones yeah you know, like Alexa Chung vibes and the nice frilly blouse yeah. company yes actually I think that's the key isn't it like a cord dungaree yeah. with a frilly blouse yeah love that can look really feminine in fact Anna Mason I think she does yes. some amazing dungarees I mean mm. you know sell your dog first but yeah. they really are quite cool but I think you need to bring that femininity yeah for sure into them anyway you did a piece didn't you on did yes 
five ways to Which was fun to do because um, really my cool. previous views on them were a bit sort of like, well, I'm not so sure, but I think when you have a think about it yeah. and you go for the right shades and the right shapes, they're definitely I think wearable. automatically people think of denim, mm. whereas actually you can get some really beautiful linen ones at the moment mm. or just kind of a really fine black cotton pair and just sort of be, you know, a bit loose. And, yeah. Mm. I don't know if I could do linen. I feel like Meryl Streep and Mamma Mia. <laughs> really? I love linen. <laughs> yeah. anyway. We're going to talk about house cleansing now. You might think I've lost the plot. My friends think I've lost the plot. It is actually down to my husband that we had our new house. Cleansed, smudged, it's also called. Just after we moved in, it had a bit of history, shall we say. Ooh. No, I mean, no one died, <laughs> but it just didn't have a very happy ending for the family that lived there before us. Uh. As I said, nobody died, but they did get divorced. And my husband said, what are we doing? We're leaving our house where we're really happy and I don't want to get divorced. This woman who's helping, she went, well, get it cleansed. Went, What's that? She said, you need to get it saged. So anyway, off I go to Google. Complete coincidence. I actually knew the woman on Google that I found who used to work in e-commerce and is now a Ooh. trained Reiki house cleanser. But anyway, she arrived with her bag of crystals. She sort of lays them out in a certain formation. And then she went into every room in the house and burnt white sage, rang some bells. <laughs> I'm quite surprised by this because <laughs> you aren't normally the one for this type of alternative I mean, therapy. I am the most cynical, sceptical person you've ever known. Any oh. sort of crystal story, Georgie's like, no, no, I'm not doing them crystals. But I had this guy doing some work in the house and he came to me and he goes, what is going on? It's like Notre Dame up there. <laughs> Bells ringing. <laughs> I was like, don't make me laugh. I can't, she can't hear me laugh because that's really disrespectful. What sort of bells? Like large bells like, or little... She's dying. <laughs> oh. Wow. Honestly. Did your house like smell? Yes, of burnt sage. And actually this woman who's helping me with the house, she is really into that kind of thing. And she said it wafts around, it stays for a while. But the idea is that it clings to all the negative energy and... Do you feel better now as a result? Well, I did say that the first night we moved in there, we didn't sleep a wink. That's also because we're sleeping on the main road and we've got to change the windows and they're single glazing. Mm. Mm. That doesn't help. And then the house cleanser came. Mm. Night two, slept like a baby. I was also broken because I'd been unpacking boxes. And actually, I haven't had any problems sleeping ever since. Mm. So that's interesting. Interesting. And it's funny you talk about it and quite a few people, I put it on Instagram actually, and quite a few people messaged me saying, I'm totally into that. I love that you did that Tamara here she was like I'm, I'm all over that kind of thing mm. but you didn't like follow her around each room and no she wasn't like this one's got bad juju she did she said the top rooms had bad energy I mean, really? they, were, they were also the rankest and they've now been ripped out so anyway it's pretty interesting and it has all sorts of benefits and you don't just have to do it when you buy a new house you know if you feel like you need a fresh start or you're at the end of a relationship or things haven't been going well for you lately they come in and do it and it's just a way to cleanse the bad energy away I don't know or maybe it just makes you feel like you've cleansed it and you can move on you know yeah. is yeah. it just a mental process yeah I think yeah. whether it is real or not having that association that something is being done to cleanse and remove bad karma is quite good for you in your mindset mm. anyway as a process yeah, I can true. get exactly. my head around exactly. that yeah. but apparently the stage that they burn is actually good for depression because it actually kills bacteria and that in turn bad bacteria lifts your mood and 
giving you more clarity. And, and we're not talking like household kitchen sage. <laughs> Are we talking like a special kind of sage that they're okay. burning? Oh no, it's quite hocus pocus. It's like witchcraft. I'm very interested in this. It's interesting, isn't it? Well, yeah. you wrote this piece about it. I did, yeah. And I genuinely am fascinated. She's also very into Reiki and things like that. She said that she has cured people's nut allergies through Reiki. Wow. Oh, I don't, I wouldn't trust that. Just, well, you can't. Yeah, you you mean sure. you can try it. I get the energy thing, but a peanut allergy, I feel like, I don't know if I could. It's very I, genetic, right? But I you also can. can't make that up. If someone comes in and can't eat a peanut and then they can eat a peanut, you can't argue with that, can you? That's true. Anyway, I think it's fascinating. And she actually left a crystal for me. Oh, he's kept away a bed. No, I've got it in the kitchen cupboard. And she said, if you... (laughs) I think you need to have it out. Well, she said, if you ever feel stress, just rub it between your hands. Anyway, I I had quite a stressful day the other day. I actually got it out of the cupboard and rubbed it between my hands. Did you feel better? I did, actually. (laughs) I mean, I think it's just because I just stopped and did something and was like, don't panic. Anyway, this might be the start of something. You're a changed woman. Yeah. (laughs) On the topic of homes, in the UK, did you know a burglary happens every 40 seconds? Shocking stats, which reminds us we need to be vigilant about protecting our homes. And Pascal, you wrote this piece, Eight Ways to Safeguard Your Home. Yep. You chatted to various experts. I'm a big believer in security. My husband is absolutely neurotic about it, which is great. It's amazing. The house we moved into, they never used their burglar alarm. I mean, it hadn't been used for years. Yeah. How can you not use a burglar alarm? My parents yeah. are like that. So we're really hot on like security of our house every time we put the alarm on, every time we both leave. My parents, I guess maybe because they don't live in London, don't ever put the alarm on unless they're going on holiday, which I find quite baffling. Like it takes two seconds. We put the alarm on if we literally go around the corner. Post the letter. Always. So do you have an alarm? We do, yeah. And do you have a house or a flat? A house. Okay. And we have like notifications on our phone. So if the alarm goes off, you get a thing going. Do you have an alarm, Pascal? No. No one wants to rob me. I don't have anything <laughs> good. <laughs> like, we're top floor flat anyway, so okay. don't really need it. The other thing to do is check your locks. Statistics show that three out of ten burglaries occur without intruders needing to use force by taking advantage of open or weak locks. 40% of all break-ins occur through the front door. Yeah. But also that most burglaries happen between 10am and 3pm. Really? Yeah, during the day. I guess that makes sense because yeah. that's when people are out at work. Yeah. Like It's much easier to do it then than when people are asleep at night. But you always assume it's going to be then, don't you? Yeah, and actually I think of burglaries that I hear about. I know someone who was burgled and burglar came into her house, started eating her food. He ate a bar of chocolate. He was just in the house when she came back. Oh, my God. Ooh. It's unbelievable. It's very intrusive, isn't it? Not least because you've had your stuff stolen, but feeling like someone's been in your house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've always said if I get a burglar, I have to move. Anyway, other tips on the piece were to get to grips with timers. Timer light for your lights. That's a good one. If you're out for the evening or you're going on holiday, one of the best things you can invest in is a time that feels right. There are two ways you can do this. Either you can control it with your smartphone or the light can simply be triggered by a timer. That's clever. Or you could just do what Macaulay Culkin did and yeah. set up a movie to <laughs> yeah. play yeah. together. That's really all you need to know. <laughs> Close your windows, obviously. Think before you bin. They window shot through your home by looking at what you put in the rubbish. Do you always rip everything up before you put it in the bin? My bin isn't outside my house, so it's okay, I think. But I would. 
I do. I literally rip up any sort of interesting piece of paper so many times. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, could they try and like put this I, together? Do you know I can believe oh, yeah, you? Like, yeah. 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 I'm having an alarm, but she is no, exactly. <laughs> and my boyfriend is like so casual. She just like throws things in. And I'm like, babe, like, do you know there's important information on there? Like, you need to rip that up. Yeah. Any other measures mm. that anyone takes? I've got a um, one of those doorbell things that's got a camera on it. So I guess you can see Ooh. if someone's in front of your house. Just quite Have good. you? That's yeah. cool. I mean, is it an app on your phone? It's an app on my phone. So if someone rings my doorbell and someone's delivering something, I can talk to them on my phone and I say, "Can that. you leave it in the post?" Oh box, yes, Olivia Wayne has that. What's it called? So good. Ring. I yes, ring. I need to get that again. My husband is neurotic, so we have those. But actually, it's been really, really helpful. Yeah, Would that recommend is really for good. sure. Worth it. Also, not having hedges, I think. On a row we lived on quite a few years ago now, there was one house with a hedge and a lot of burglaries happened through the front bay windows and they had a hedge, the only road with a hedge and they got in through there and no one could see that they were basically really? forcing their way through I've the never window. thought of that. But mm. Do you have a hedge? Don't have a hedge. Phew. Actually. There Phew. you go. Thank God for that. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> Lots of gold stars for Polly. <laughs> From bouncy curls to relaxed waves, hair tongs are a must-have. So if you don't own any tongs, you should do. My favourite is probably GHD, but we have also teamed up with Cloud9 lately to road test their new micro wand, which actually is great. And we produced a really good video with Remire and Bella mm. tonging their hair. Anyway, check it out. It's on the site now. I think it's one of these things people say, how do you tong hair? How do you tong hair? It's just practice. Mm. Can you tong your own hair, Pascal? I've never used a tong, I have to say. Have you not? No. But you have got a dab hand with a straightener. Oh yeah, I can do it with a straightener. Or not with the top one. I was going to say, I've seen you with waves, with peachy waves. I've seen peachy you doing other people's hair. <laughs> It's if you announced once you were quite good at doing other people's hair. Yeah. I didn't say that myself. It's people I've turn it down. I haven't said it myself. People do say <laughs> terribly good at doing other people's hair. Some might say I'm the best. But... <laughs> no one likes a bragger. <laughs> it's others. Anyway. But yeah, try a tongue, I think. Like... I think it's about time you tried a tongue, Pascal. <laughs> yeah, I can get on board with that. They, they might say you are in the wrong career. Try a tongue. Yeah, I don't want to put words mm. in people's mouths, no. but yes. You're known to be quite good with that. Well, in that case, it's about time you get some a tongue, Pascal, I would say. Anyway, the new micro wand from Cloud9 is very good. Are you a GHD girl? Yeah, I'm also a straightener GHD gal. Because I love a wave, love a beachy wave, so maybe I could really up my game by so getting some tongs. So what do you use then? Just a pair of straighteners. You do, don't you? So you've yeah. just done a video with Foreo, so we're also doing some work with Foreo at the moment. Yes. I love that product. There's a video of Polly doing her post-workout beauty routine. Mm. And in it, you do my trick, which is yes. wash the front of your hair, don't it's wash the whole changer. lot. game changer. Have you done that before? I mean, not until you said it. It's good. I was always a, like a full head washer or a you know, dry shampoo, but no. it really does change the game. It really does. Yeah. My mum taught me that. Don't wash your hair every day. Just take the front bit mm. under the tap or in the shower, and then you only need to wash your hair every other day. Yeah, clever. Anyway, and if you've been sweating, it's a really good way to mm, But you, in the video, Tong, yeah. and I was like, oh, she does that well. <laughs> oh, thanks. Polly's actually got a hair tutorial <laughs> on Instagram Live, and which has got, like, so many views and so many comments. And literally, when I've got on Instagram, it's like, the Polly Sayer method. The Polly Sayer method. <laughs> oh, so really? one to watch. Yeah. My problem with straighteners is that you can't turn them. So the line 
spine is not as natural. Well, I just kind of pull it down, do you know what I mean? And then it feels a bit more smooth, but I, I use a couple of different techniques with the straightener. It's quite versatile, I think. But well, to find out more, visit at polyvisa yeah, on Instagram. Check it out. Are you going to be watching your tutorial? Thanks. Lou, do you have a ton your hair? It's not really no, necessary, is it? It's naturally you, you have such curly. a great natural wave. Mm, That's yeah, what it, I create. But it's very <laughs> random. Sometimes around the back, underneath, there'll be sort of a ringlet, and then there'll be a real wave, then there's a straight bit. So perhaps if I wanted to make it look a little bit more uniform, then, you know, the help of a tongue might help me. But no, generally, I go pretty natural. Lucky you. The dream. Well, yeah, I think it's all about a tongue, personally, versus a straightener. Mm. I think it's just practice. A hairdresser said to me once, practice without the tongue on, wrapping the hair mm. around. And they said, never. Unless you've got really long hair, only go round the tongue sort of twice and leave the end straight. Yeah, I think that's key, leaving a little bit at the end. Otherwise, it looks too ringlety, doesn't it? And also not starting too high. Yeah. Definitely don't yeah. start above eye level, yeah. mm. someone said to me. Yeah, I think that's a good tip. Keep the end straight. And actually, great tip, which I picked up from Charlotte... If it's overdone, just run the straighteners over it to take out some of the yeah, that's good some of the curl, which is a really good tip. Also, she one of my friends told me that if you're like the top of your hair is a bit frizzy, which mine is definitely partial to, if you just run the tongue over the top, it just takes away that layer of frizz at the top. That's a good tip. Mm. That's a good tip. Carrot juice. Apparently, carrot juice could be your new health hero. How do you feel about carrot juice? Is that just like the new celery juice? I don't know, man. Like, I'm more drunk. into carrot than celery. Yeah, I mean, celery juice. Mm. I'm not very good with like a pure vegetable juice, but vegetable mixed with a bit of yeah. fruit. Like a carrot, apple, and ginger. Delicious. Like I'm sweetness. getting the health benefits yeah. of the carrot, but it's not too rooty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Be like cold carrot puree. Mm. Mm. Well, not not so keen. Apparently, it's very, very good for you. It enhances your digestive health protects your eyes, gives you a high source of antioxidants, boosts your immunity. It's good for oral health, promotes skin and wound healing and improves your brain health and cognitive function. Personally, I'd just rather have some carrots and hummus. Yeah, yeah. so does it have yeah. to be in juice form or is it just carrots in general? I think a carrot stick will do. <laughs> As I ate an entire bag of carrots. I felt so bloated up <laughs> on the train on the way back from Norfolk. Apparently those bags of carrots where it's like the little batons are they're not one carrot that's cut into little batons. It's like I've processed. I've always thought they're very smooth. Yeah. Maybe. Like processed like cut-offs that are then genetically what? made into Oh, that's creepy, isn't it? That mm-hmm. explains why they taste a bit watery sometimes yeah, yeah. exactly I don't really like these bags of carrots no I mm, absolutely they never don't. taste the same no, no, no they don't you can get a really watery one and you're like mm. yeah. and you don't even need to bite it oh. no. It's like anything that's pre-chopped or like cheese that's pre-grated. It's just not as good as... Nothing upsets you more than a little bag, like boots to them, of apple slices. Like, that is so lazy. Buy an apple. I don't understand it at all. Yeah, it's true. The only thing is it should be washed. Someone told me once about hygiene factors with pre-chopped food. Oh, yeah, but that's going to be washed at how long ago and packed by whoever. Mm. Yes. Did you see um, Waitrose got into trouble recently because they're now selling like pre-peeled garlic cloves, which is obviously like so lazy, like peak lazy. Oh, the lazy garlic though is just frozen. Do you ever buy that stuff? No. Frozen herbs, that's great. You can buy bags. that's okay. You can buy bags of frozen coriander, chopped onion, loads of things. It's brilliant. The garlic one is really good because it's such a faff to wash up a garlic machine. Yeah. Mm. That's true. It does always get in your fingers. Oh, it it smells for days, doesn't it? You cut the ends off and peel it and then stick it in the... Oh, it's such a faff. I just grate it. I find that's the easiest. Oh, I always grate my nails. Yeah, I always grate my nails. Carrots to breakfast. 
Wouldn't you eat carrot for breakfast? I wouldn't want yeah. carrot juice for breakfast, I don't think. No, as I said, unless it was mixed yeah. with a bit of fruit. Whether it's a fresh fruit smoothie or a full English, for most of us, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And if you're in agreement with that, then breakfast, the cookbook, might be right up your street. It's written by a New York food writer and culinary consultant, Emily Elsie Miller. It's got 400 amazing breakfast recipes. I've had a flick through. Um, things from simple bacon sarnies to Thai rice porridge. Are we breakfast fans? Yes. Yes. Big Love. breakfast fan. Yes, yes. Pascal, you said you didn't used to be. No, I didn't. But I think that's because I don't really like mornings. So I just never used to eat <laughs> breakfast. But Why? Because that's just accepting the fact that it's morning. and Yeah. And like I'm normally late for everything. So I don't have time. But now on like a Saturday, I love a good breakfast. Like I feel like a good breakfast is a treat. But do you have breakfast before you come to work? I do, yeah. What but it's normally have? just like fruit and yogurt every day. It's the same thing every day. Fruit and yogurt, what fruit? Strawberries and grapes with like Greek yogurt and then honey on top. Mm. Yeah. But then at the weekend, my boyfriend makes really good scrambled eggs. He's trying out like different types of scrambled eggs as well, like the French scrambled eggs and the Ooh. American one and like the British What's the one. difference? Ooh. So the French like really puree it and it's like just smooth, okay. whereas like American's quite chunky. Puree it? Yeah, it's weird. It's just smooth. It's like a semolina. Ooh. It's very like... I'm sure I feel about that. I know, I'm like, oh, I don't want to try that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then he puts like chorizo, sourdough, a bit yes. of parmesan. Oh, delicious! So good. It's just got to be undercooked. Yeah, yeah. Leathery eggs are the worst. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. Polly, tell us about your breakfast habits. Well, I'm also a creature of habit. So in the week, Monday to Friday, I just have two boiled eggs for breakfast, like hard boiled eggs. And actually, yeah. No, actually, you know what? I mean, it is quite sad, really. Is this one exciting breakfast? But I don't know. Soldiers or no, I don't have bread in the morning. Okay, carbs for me in the morning are no go. Okay, why? Um, I just think it's like not the right way for me to start the day. I feel like just straight protein. Would you have exercised first? Yes. And then you have two hard-boiled eggs. Yes. Yeah. Does that fill you up to lunchtime? Yeah, actually, surprisingly so. I might have, like, a banana at, like, 11 a.m. So what, but, is what are you dipping in your egg? I yeah. just have a hard-boiled egg. Like when they're really straight hard, so not runny. Not runny. It's quite weird. Oh, oh <laughs> That means I can have really fun lunches and dinners, and I don't feel guilty. So I what used do you have to for be, lunch, then? I'll have, like, a salad with chicken. I thought usually. you just said you are you super healthy? No, no, I'm not. So I eat Monday to Friday, I eat well. I think well. you are pretty healthy. I, are, I am quite healthy, but then... At the weekends, I really go like hell for leather and just eat all the pastries. So that's my like way of balancing yeah. things out. So yeah. if I have a bit in the week, I just don't know when to stop. So, so salad for lunch, do you bring your salad in or do you buy it? I go to Sainsbury's usually and buy like the salad bowl and then some chicken to add to it. Supper? <laughs> Supper in the week will probably be like meat and some vegetables or like a stir fry or something. Eat quite a lot of like fish and prawns and stuff. Do you cook every night your supper? My husband or I will cook. Actually, it's probably usually him more because he gets home first. So I'll give him that. Well, gosh, two hard-boiled eggs. What do you have, Liv? Three, <sighs> isn't it sad? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> um, breakfast is also my favourite meal of the day. Nothing beats, like, going on holiday. George and I were talking about this. And, like, a holiday buffet breakfast. Oh. It's just the dream. Yeah. yeah. Just you'll find me at, like, the pastry counter. We actually went to Jolene. And they do the best croissants ever. And I had the most incredible pan chocolat on Saturday. And it was just a real treat. So, yeah, that would be... 
ideally I would have croissant every day. Gail's is going to be opening around the corner very soon and that is going to be tricky. I think it'll have to be a Friday treat for uh, chocolate croissants. But then otherwise in the week I would have the deliciously Ella Butcher muesli. It's delicious. Oh, you love Um, that, don't you? Yeah, it's really good. And then add some brown flakes or some banana or frozen blueberries or something just to mix it up. Do you have that at home? Yeah, always at home. Well, you will know what I have for breakfast. Peanut butter. (laughs) Corn thins. (laughs) Banana and corn thins. Every day. It's a nice breakfast, I think. Oh, it's the best. I literally leap out of bed in the morning. Yeah. So excited about my breakfast. No joke. Like, every day I wake up excited about that I get to eat that. Yeah. I think that's a good motive. That's sad too, isn't it? Um, (laughs) That's really sweet. And always corn thins. Sometimes I'll have oat cakes with peanut butter instead. Oh, no. I don't like oat cakes. Why not? I like them down the taste. I think I've tried a corn thin. But then you also like a porridge for your lunch. I do. This is my new thing. Mm. So now breakfast for lunch. Mm. I know. That's how much I love breakfast. So occasionally at the weekend I mix it up and I don't have corn thins, peanut butter. And what banana. Have? I have porridge. And for lunch I quite often... Corn thins. <laughs> have porridge though here now. Yeah. I do because otherwise I just snack and then I'm hungry for the whole day. So actually I quite now have those little porridge pots have two of those and actually it's brilliant because that means I'm actually eating something that's going to fill me up for a while mm. as opposed to just eating popcorn and hippies yeah. have you tried the prepped porridge it's no. next level good I mean they must put loads of cream in it or something but oh, really? it's very good I'd recommend well I feel like our own breakfast inspiration is not that impressive but there are some really impressive recipes in this book do you ever have friends over for breakfast I don't I've got some children that does not work but as millennials do you ever entertain and and give your guests breakfast not for breakfast too early yeah it's early isn't it why do you have them at 12 and give them eggs I find like it's quite hard to do breakfast en masse if you're cooking things like nothing is worse than cold eggs for Mm. me so I think you have to or overcooked scrambled yeah so I think it's quite hard to organise that for like a big group if there's sort of three of you I can just Mm. about get around that but then baked eggs I think is quite good for that yeah so I've often had pancake parties and had people around pancakes well I thought this book looked pretty epic so check it out the corn fritters or yeah I love corn Granger fritters. and Co sweet corn fritters oh. absolutely mind blowing amazing <laughs> yeah what do they put on top eggs and avocado roasted tomatoes and then bacon if you want to go meaty as well I just think you can't beat smoked salmon and really yeah. runny scrambled eggs yeah, yeah that's that, always my I go-to I don't think there's anything better Sunday night supper my family are big egg eaters on a Sunday night on a Sunday night there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. 
Let's talk about the best Lidos in London. Lou. Love a Lido. <laughs> so I live really close to Brockwell Lido, which is super old school. It's like a 50 metre swimming pool, a real like length. It's pretty cold. It's not heated. So it's hardcore. But you can sit around the outside. They've got a lovely cafe. So that's cool. And then also there's one in Bristol, which is my go-to every time I go back. Can yes. I interject here and say... The readers that don't live in London who get cross with us and we only write about London. We hear yeah. you and this piece... The Bristol one's in there. ...has lots of Lido's. Bristol one is in there. Bristol one is. Plymouth, and Lewis, West Yorkshire, Penzance. You can go as far as Penzance. Penzance one's amazing as well. Hampshire, Cheltenham. There you go. Well done, I wrote this yeah. piece. Um, anyway, Bristol's your favourite. Bristol one's really cool. It's got like those old school changing booths with pastel coloured curtains along the front so you can get changed outside. And it's really beautiful. And then again, there's a restaurant alongside it and you can go and sit outside in your dressing gown and just dip your feet mm. in after you've had a, a treatment or do your lengths or just sit and chill. Nice. I have to confess... I've never been to a Lido. What? Why? Is a Lido just an outdoor swimming pool? Yeah. yeah. I think I went to one as a child that used to be an outdoor swimming pool. Maybe I should go. They seem quite old school and traditional. and Retro. Yeah. you got to wear your high-waisted 50s. Exactly, and your swimming cap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to give it a go. There are loads. Hackney, Tooting Beck, Hampstead Heath. The Serpentine has a Lido. Yeah. Presumably you pay. Yeah. And can you go for the whole day? Yeah. You pay for a, a yeah. day fee. And you don't have to have like a membership. You can also have a membership, I think, for keen swimmers who do it. You know, there's so many people to swim before work. And I think it's so therapeutic. Not, yeah, for me, I, I find swim. swimming outside really cleansing and relaxing and amazing. So you do your lengths, do you? Yeah, I love swimming so much. I um, find it so boring. Do you? Oh, no, I find it really. You just got to go quickly. That's sort of good ammunition. The quicker I do this, the quicker it'll be done. Don't I mind the cold. Don't mind the cold. I think it's one of those things that once you're in, you get used to it and it's just quite exhilarating and good for the soul and good for the brain yeah I I don't disagree with that at all I just get really bored I can do 10 minutes and I'm like but 10 minutes is better than no minutes well I know but I'm going to work out I told you something I can Mm. stick out for a bit longer but you can get underwater headphones can't you so you can listen to things I've never tried that. that. You did? Yeah. And it had underwater headphones in there. You just went to piece of the best headphones, haven't you? I have, yeah. What are the best headphones? Well, for swimming, they're called Finnis Duo. And you can wear them underwater and they've got little things on the side so you can change the song. Is that very expensive? Not really expensive. Less than £100, I think. But where's the music? Is it connected to your phone? No, you put the songs on the thing. It's quite chunky. And they don't go in your ear. They, like, vibrate through your cheekbone. Ooh. Yeah. It's like weird how the sound gets into what? There's nothing in your ear. Can, you it, it can right. other people in the pool hear it? No. Because yeah, obviously hearing underwater is like really difficult. Yeah, so I think that's why it doesn't go why? in your ear. Oh, God, that's fascinating. Yeah, it just well, like I guess try if you're really into swimming, that would be quite a good thing to get, wouldn't it? Yeah. I could do it if I could listen to something. Yeah. But then my only thing is, say you've got your headphones in and then there's like someone drowns and they blow the whistle, but you can't hear it because you've got your headphones in <laughs> so you're like <laughs> swimming well, you're along. It's right. <laughs> But I guess it's like, you know, when you wear headphones out, you can still kind of, like, see what's going on and hear what's going on, maybe. That's true. But I do know what you mean. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be the person everyone hates at the pool. No, certainly would not. (laughs) You might notice everyone evacuating quite quickly. (laughs) empty today. (laughs) She she, she doesn't mind the show. She's still going. Let's just leave her. So dedicated. (laughs) Anyway, if you do want to try out a Lido, whether you live in London or not, there are lots on the list on the subject of swimming and fitness 
We all know exercise is good for us, but sometimes it's all too easy to find an excuse. So we wrote a piece on the best workouts to suit different types of people. So the excuses don't get in the way, i.e. if you can't get a babysitter, work out at home. Use the fitness app Freeletics. Polly, I know you are, as I, a very keen worker-outer. Yes. Do you ever find excuses not to? Oh, absolutely, yeah. People like to think that you're like, oh, you work out all the time, but frequently will snooze my alarm if I have to get up in the morning. I'm just, like, not into it. I definitely find excuses, so we've all got them. Do you? I'm pretty good, I have to say. It is my thing, and I get the guilt if I haven't worked out four or five times a week. So, a hangover. I can work out on a hangover, and sometimes if I've had a few drinks the night before, I'll work out because it will just clear it, and Mm. then it's gone. If I've really got a hangover like you know if I've been to a really fun party or something like that then I won't but mm. I won't plan to but I'll have made sure that I've done it mm. enough days that week so yeah I what do you do I do cardio and weights right I watch something for so that gets me there the fact that I got love Island at the moment to watch <laughs> in the gym <laughs> or something on Netflix that really helps me if I didn't have that to watch or really good podcast to listen to I would definitely find it harder you know, this piece rounded up what type of exercise you should do depending on the kind of person you are. So it said, if you're not very fit at the moment, try Pilates. If you like to work really hard, try a cycle class or a spin class. If you're stuck for time, try running in your lunch break. If you get bored easily, try HIT. And if you can't stand the gym, try swimming. Finally, if you like working out with friends, try a fun fitness class instead. Mm. Pascal, do you work out? I used to work out a lot. Like, a couple of years ago, I was quite toned and quite fit, and I really enjoyed it. And then I just stopped going for, like, two weeks, and then I just didn't go again. I still got my gym membership. But <laughs> still paying? Yeah. And yeah, that's how they make all their money, because people are like, you need to stop yeah. your gym membership right now, Pascal. My sister just quit her gym membership, and they were like, OK, well, you have to give six months' notice. So she has to pay for her gym for six months before she can leave it, which is madness. What? Yeah. When did you last go to your gym? Just before my holiday, so like four weeks ago. No, that's not that long. Oh, right, right, OK. I I think we're talking sick. Yeah, me too. Gym membership, not going. I was like, I'm married to an accountant. No, no. I go sporadically, (laughs) but I do want to get back into it because I do enjoy it. And I also love to swim. I thought you'd say you were a swimmer. Yeah, I do enjoy it. bit backstroke. Backstroke (laughs) was my stroke. Yeah, (laughs) same. I can't do that. I just crash and fall. You have yeah. to count from the flags. Count from the flags? Yeah. So if it was 50 metres, then you'd have to do the turn and a tumble turn when you're doing backstreet. It's tricky. Oh, yeah. So you have to count. Can you from... do it, though? Can yeah, you do it? Yeah. <laughs> so you have to count from the flags how many strokes you do before you turn to then do your tumble to then get back. The only stroke I can swim is breaststroke. Okay. I find breaststroke so hard. Front like... crawl, I can't really breathe. Backstroke, I just crash into the wall. What do you mean you can't really breathe? Because you have to go to the side. Oh, no. Okay. My coordination. I don't know why I find it so tricky <laughs> never been able to do it people okay. are like going so fast doing I just cannot <laughs> it doesn't work butterfly I mean you're having a laugh <laughs> who came up with that stupid stroke it's not a stroke really no one it? looks cool I used doing to that. love butterfly yeah it's cool because it's more like a weird like wiggle yeah, it's, like it's cool. very odd though but if it's done properly it's so oh my god I mean when the Olympics are on yeah. you're like wow yeah, yeah it's, it's an odd stroke it is odd anyway if you can't stand the gym though try swimming well next up today I'm joined by Rosie Millen 
nutritionist, otherwise known as Miss Nutritionist, and Carly Arbor, who is a fitness influencer. You can follow Carly at Body by Carly. You can follow Rosie at Miss Nutritionist. And I'm really excited to have you both on the podcast Thanks for having today. Us. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. And this is an aid of the Sherlock's four-week health and fitness challenge. Indeed. Which we have put together to get our readers re-inspired kind of back on track yeah g'd up for the summer this is not about i have to say beach body or any of that kind of nonsense i feel like the whole world has moved on from that idea of it's summer i've got to go on a crash diet or i've got to go to the gym for weeks and weeks and weeks i feel like we're just all a lot more sensible but we thought it was a really fun thing to do just to sort of get everybody on board so tell me rosie a bit about you and what you do so I'm a nutritionist. I've been doing it for 10 years, but I specialize in energy and stress management because five years ago, I basically collapsed in the park and I went home and I climbed into bed and stayed there for three years straight. Yeah, I couldn't move. What? Yeah, I couldn't even lift my head off the pillow. I was completely paralyzed with exhaustion and it was because of stress. And you're probably wondering what the hell I was doing beforehand, but I was basically working like a freight train. You know, I was going 100 miles an hour, wasn't eating properly, wasn't sleeping properly, had so much stress going on at, at the same time, you know, and something was a straw that broke the camel's back and that was it. And my body was just like on shutdown mode. Went to the doctors, they said, there's nothing wrong with me, you're just depressed. And so I burst into tears and I went home and I had to heal myself. So wow. I made so many changes, but everything was, you know, pointing to the same thing. It was clear that I had severe burnout and I really had to change, you know, everything, my mindset, my diet, my lifestyle. I mean, it took me about five years to get back on my feet, but I'm 100% recovered now, which is why I feel so obligated to teach people about how to be energized, how to be healthy, you know, give them all these tips and actionables to be the best versions of themselves because it sucks and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Yeah, <laughs> God. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you look amazing Thank you. and you seem, I feel amazing you look now. healthy and But fabulous. you wouldn't believe what I used to look like. If you saw me four years ago, I looked so ill. And I can't believe how sick I was. So it just goes to show how much stress can really affect you and can totally ruin you if you're not careful. Yeah, God, don't. That's a lesson to us all. I know. I do worry about that, I have to say. (laughs) Carly, tell me a bit about your story. You were the sort of classic yo-yo dieter, weren't you? You were saying when we first met. Yes. So probably about four years ago, I fell into fitness. Before that, I was just the classic yo-yo dieter had a really, really unhealthy lifestyle, but thought I was being healthy, which was probably the biggest issue for me, where I would crash diet before a holiday or an event coming up just to look good. After that, I would then just binge on anything that I wanted. Um, And I just got into this cycle of repeatedly doing it, which just had a massive impact on my mental health and how I looked, how I felt about myself. And then I just fell into fitness. I joined the gym. I got a personal trainer and I just loved it. I really, really got into it. And I just learned all these new habits, these new tips, like nutrition advice, just really fell in love with moving my body and like seeing a change, but in a healthy way. Fast forward four years and I'm just a completely different person. I'm confident, I'm happy, I'm positive. I'm much stronger. I focus now on 
not just what I look like. If I put on a bit of weight, it doesn't matter. I still feel really good about myself. And that's probably the biggest change for me is my mindset. Yeah. It's amazing the power oh. that good food and exercise, oh, definitely. that combination, mm. just how you feel about yeah. yourself. and. And if you are eating crap and you're not doing any exercise and you are someone that's partial to feeling depressed, I mean, yeah, it's going to catch just, up with you if you're not careful. It's just, you're yeah. just fueling the fire, aren't And you? I think right. it just affects all aspects of your life. So I noticed that as soon as I started going to the gym, eating well and really changing small things, it had an impact on my work life, my relationships at home with friends, family, partners and like setting up my own business. I don't think I'd ever would have done that without going to the gym and really like finding a passion for being healthy and like living a healthy lifestyle. God, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think anyone who has those days where they eat crap, you'd never feel good for it. You know, it's a split second when that, you know, dirty, whatever it is, feels (laughs) great. (laughs) And it's not, so often it's not worth it. Like, And so often you can make something yourself that you're going to enjoy far more and isn't going to leave you with that self-loathing after. I love the self-loathing game. It's really important to remember that when you take something out of the diet, you've got to replace it with something else. And I'm a big fan of how do you make a healthy version of something. You know, how do you make a healthy version of a chocolate mousse, for example, or a chocolate cake or... But we have to remember that it is the 80-20 rule where, yes. you know, 80% of the time, obviously feed your body, eat well, sleep well, that kind of thing. But then 20% have that, you know, glass of red wine and that kind of thing. But it's actually quite fun making those swaps. I get excited about creating new foods. And- I do. It's different. And there's so many people that you can follow on social media, for example, yourself, who post stuff that you just wouldn't even think about. Yeah. And even like fitness workouts. And there's so much content that you can get nowadays where it will be like the chocolate mousse swap or you'll be doing a workout that you would never have thought of to do and then you try it and you really enjoy it so then it gives you that little bit of motivation and then it just keeps you going and then it kind of snowballs into the next thing and it's just that drive that you need to keep Mm. and keep the fresh and different content there is two points you made i so agree firstly on you know, eating well at home. I love to go out for dinner so much. It's, you know, a real pleasure. I'm sure we're all nodding for, yes. for all of us, but I would just never bother having a takeaway at home. I just don't see the point. I would Although I have discovered that faux are on delivery now and they do these amazing hand cut rolls. Okay, yes. Which are healthy Ooh, and just... I haven't had one of those. Oh, they're good. They are soon, yes. so good. <laughs> you know, you know, there's like Vietnamese spring oh, rolls. Yeah. They're basically salad with... The, oh, well, I don't see that as a takeaway. No, they're pretty healthy, but... Just to me, why would you waste that 20% on a takeaway? I would just far rather cook something at home and then, you know, really enjoy myself when I go out. And the other thing you were saying about exercise and mixing it up and trying Mm. something new... That's just so key, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely. To keep it going and, and not boring the pants off yourself. Yeah. I mean, time. before I really got into fitness, I did used to go to the gym every now and again. And I did the same thing every yeah. time I went. I would go there, I'd go on a running machine and I'd just run and get bored. The next day I'd think, oh, I have to go to the gym again today. And I just wouldn't want to go. Yeah. The thought of just having to go stand on a running machine again. But back then you couldn't get content easily online. And I really didn't try anything. I didn't really know any other way workouts to do so I just got bored so I stopped yeah whereas as soon as you do stuff that you enjoy I just tried everything yeah I tried boxing pilates yoga weight training cardio exercises hit and I just found the stuff that I liked and just went with that yeah, yeah. it doesn't 
doesn't matter what you do you just need to do something yeah and i think that brings me neatly on to our four-week challenge well the idea of the four-week challenge is that monday to friday for four weeks we will be posting an exercise to do a workout to do that day as well as something food related whether it's to cook with salmon tonight or an oily fish to this weekend make sure you only drink a vodka and soda and don't drink any cocktail you know so and then there will also be a sort of wellness tip or something to do that is going to be better for your wellness so it might be like right today don't use social media after 8 p.m. So there'll be three things every day. Food task, a fitness task, and then a wellness task. Yes. I'm going to do this. In fact, we were all getting so excited saying, yes. we're going to do this. Yes. This is so cool and it's really achievable. That's what I love about it. And thank you both. So I know you put so much time into it, but I love how you've mixed up the workouts. I love that you've put swimming and we we're just talking about swimming actually now, <laughs> but I'm going to go and I'm going to swim and I never do it. And I am that person who eats the same thing every day, does the same workout too often actually. So I'm going to really use this as a way of mixing it up and I'm sure my kind of enthusiasm for it will be even higher. Yeah and I I think that's what's really exciting about it because everybody will have different options to choose from and there's so much variety in there that it will reach all the different readers and even myself I like to stick to a routine if I like something I carry on doing it but as soon as you have a challenge and you're faced with different opportunities every day you're like yeah I'm going to give that a go yeah yeah yes variety is the spice of life isn't it yes but I just think it brings things back to basics it's just very simple actionables that you can take and do every single day yeah just to become a little bit healthier and kind of be the best version of you so Carly tell us what does five days look like so as I've said it's four weeks five days we're hoping that people will sort of have the weekends off Mm -hmm. um yes but you know try and still be a bit healthy and try and move but the kind of three things to do are monday to friday so give us an example of what's in there so the week will be split up over a full body on one day upper body on another day and then a lower body so you're working the whole body throughout the week but in different splits okay and between that we'll be fitting in some cardio workouts um which means that you can go swimming go for a run go for a nice walk outside it doesn't have to just be gym based so all of the workouts you can do anywhere for any level of fitness And and i like that i like that on the cardio day you know anyone can do the reps and on the cardio day, I like that you know some people just aren't runners and can't swim for whatever reason. So I really like yeah. that you put walking in there. You know, if you're someone who who really is getting back into fitness and doesn't have the fitness levels to go for a run, I love that you put that you can go for a walk. Yeah, so I really enjoy walking. I'm not really a runner, but if I do go for a run, it's probably about 10, 20 minutes max, whereas I can go and walk for hours. Yeah. So anybody that's doing this challenge, if it's the cardio day and it's the day and you choose to walk you can walk for 20 minutes if that's your fitness level and if that's something that you're pushing yourself towards whereas somebody else can walk for an hour and if that's they're pushing them towards that hour so depending on what your fitness level is you can adapt it and the same as the workouts throughout the week so if you're doing squats you can do jumping squats or to make them easier you can just do squats it's going to hit everybody at every fitness level so the whole objective is that everyone can take part and everyone will be able to achieve some thing every single day yeah so essentially there are three days where you're going to be doing reps yes so exercises at home anywhere and then the other two days will be cardio days yes okay Mm -hmm. great yeah 
Rosie, tell us about the food. What sort of yeah, things so are I'll in just, there? I'll give you some uh, sort of examples. So like day one might be make sure that you're eating adequate protein after your workout. Make sure that you're getting like at least 20 grams of protein in 30 minutes after your workout so that you've got that protein to replenish I've got to be better at that. You're going to make <laughs> me better at it. So this we... is why it's so good because it teaches yeah. you these new habits. And, and, you know, and then that's followed by like a protein smoothie recipe so that you guys can quickly make that with a Nutribullet or whatever And you'll be providing the recipe yeah, for that. exactly. Great. And then like day three might be if you're feeling a bit stressed out this day maybe you can consider taking some Siberian ginseng this is a herb that helps the adrenal glands so that if you're feeling stressed out it helps to calm you down and then day five like let's say it's a Friday evening it might be instead of having lots of sugary alcoholic drinks cut that out and swap it for something like a vodka soda like you were saying so it's just really simple swaps that people can do and actionables that they can start to implement just to feel a little bit better that day I think on a Monday there's batch cook a load of roasted vegetables for the week yeah and also there's a one here try gluten-free today because gluten is a protein that can be very difficult to break down so if you've got digestive issues you're feeling a bit sort of sluggish and tired eliminate that today and just see how you go um, there's like a magnesium day because 50 percent of the population are actually deficient in magnesium so we try to encourage people to eat more kale more broccoli more spinach because these foods have got good levels of magnesium yeah. which is really good for helping you feel calm and it helps to relax the muscles and that kind of thing so really simple tips like that amazing amazing and i just think it'll make you think of things differently yeah. i think on the magnesium day it's going to force you to go out and buy an ingredient <laughs> you don't normally this isn't about buying 50 new things in your cupboard there are a few days yeah. where you say have an oily fish tonight or yeah as you said try gluten-free try and add some chrome something high in chromium yeah, for example for the cravings so you know it's not like you've got to go out and spend a fortune but it is encouraging you to try some new things and then yeah the wellness things are put your phone on do not disturb tonight this is one of my favorites tonight read 15 pages of a book not in bed oh uh, who does that well Nobody i do days. but someone i, I was do. talking to yeah someone i was oh, talking fun. to was like they sit on their sofa and read their book at night so that's, that's, that's so a joy. So that's your wow, that's your wellness that. task for one of the days. I think we've chosen a Tuesday, so people are more likely not to be going out. <laughs> yes. One day we said go for a long walk on your lunch break instead of just sitting down. So, and they're all manageable tasks. Yeah. One is book yourself a massage. Love that one. Yeah. But I think there's just things that people would be like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. I haven't tried that before. Let's give that a go. Why don't I think of that? Great. I'll implement that today. Yeah. Anyway, I am so excited. I'm so thrilled to be doing this with both of you. There's also going to be a list of intentions at the beginning of the month. So try not to eat too much sugar. Try not to. But anyway, that will come out in due course. But yeah, thank you both for coming in. I know you're going to come on the show as well. And we can talk a little bit more and really G everyone up and get them going. But get prepared if you're listening. This starts on the 1st of July, Monday, the 1st of July. And, you know, we are all going to be doing it here at Sherlock's and hopefully setting some new habits and, you know, trying to be the best, healthiest, fittest version of ourselves. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. you. That's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, and we will be back next week. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.